0: And here we are. And it's a very unusual time of day for us to be doing our lives um, at 11.30 in the morning, but actually quite cool. I've had to be very organized this morning, (laughs) as has my (coughs) lovely guest Estelle. So she's had to go out and walk her dog. And I've had to go already. I've already seen one client this morning. So (laughs) yeah, we've had to be super organized today to come on at a different time. But we are on again tomorrow at the normal time of 1 o'clock as well. So this week is extra special because I think in lockdown, we need to be a bit more out there and um, keeping people entertained. And we do entertain. We do like to have a laugh. Estelle and I just did a boomerang. And I was saying to her, we're going to try and do reels. But it scares the living daylights out of me, quite frankly. <laughs> so welcome, Estelle Kiba, founder of Immortal Monkey and ex mibba We'll talk all about that throughout the, uh, throughout the time. Anyone who's watching, if you want to see um, the Immortal Monkey website at the bottom here, if you're watching on Facebook Live, hopefully lots of you are. Um, Sophie, could you pop up the Immortal Monkey um, website into the Facebook group for me so people can have a look at that. And if you're watching live on Crowdcast, there's just a little button at the bottom there you can just click and go straight through. But don't do it now because we're going to chat and we'd be sad to lose you do we don't want to lose you. If you've got any questions, um, you've got the ask a question box um, at the bottom of the screen here. Pop your questions in there. If you're on Facebook, then just pop your questions into the Facebook live and hopefully Sophie will pick them up, either answer them or pop them over here for us. So yeah. So I am delighted to be chatting to Estelle. Now you think this, you know, we're an art community. You think this is a bit of an odd one, would not you? Uh-huh but not because Estelle is a photographer and we do like to have a good segue to make sure that people are relevant to our audience. Facebook not working at the moment. Okay, never mind. We will um, put it, we'll take the recording and put it up anytime soon. Sometimes Facebook has been a bit weird lately with these lives, so we'll just see. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. That's the world of Facebook, and that is the world of Estelle because Estelle knows all about social media. But we're not going to go there yet. <laughs> we're going to start at the beginning because we always like to start at the beginning. So we're going to get Estelle to tell us a bit about her story and how she ended up running Immortal Monkey. So where did it start, Estelle?
1: Oh my you? goodness! It's we could we could go you know so so far back, but I think um, my journey into business, I guess. Um, That kind of started, um, I was pregnant with my second son. And I was really struggling with my mental health. And I'd struggled with my mental health previously as a teenager growing up. um, But it was something that I was managing. But when I got pregnant with my second son, I had, it was like at the time we didn't know what it was, but it was prenatal depression. So I was going through a really, really dark time. And one of the things that my counselor suggested was that I go and find a skill or a craft, um, something creative that, you know, just totally took me away. And I'd always had this passion for photography. I always liked taking photographs. And so I joined a night class in photography and did that one night a week for about two and a half years. I ended up doing um, three qualifications and going on to also get my teaching qualification. But it was at that time that I realized, you know, that I could use photography to do, you know, lots of different things. It wasn't just taking photographs like people, you know, think it's just taking a photograph. There's there's lots of ways that, you know, you can benefit um, and not just, you know, in your personal life by documenting things, but, you know, in a, in a creative and great way for your mental health as well so it started there and then we get to a point where I separated from my children's dad and um, this was not a bad thing I'd been in a really quite toxic relationship for um, I think about 10 years so you know it's taken up a pretty big chunk of my 20s so that probably didn't help my mental health either and so when we decided to separate, I, my life was changed completely. I'd been a stay at home mom before having my children, I was a care assistant, so I had, um, you know, no real career path to go back to. I knew that my job as a care assistant wouldn't really fit flexibly around the kids, so I decided that the only way that I could, you know, try to become more financially stable and be at home with the kids was to become self-employed and set up my own business. Um, but obviously at this point, I'm thinking, you know, where do I even start? I have no, no set, but what I had was my passion and love of photography. So I thought, well, you know, what better thing to try and, you know, make a career from? But it was at that point I realized I knew nothing about business, nothing at all, at all. I thought I was just- going to It's go a very, very familiar story for artists, I and, think. And I didn't realize at the time how common this was for so many people. Mm. And so that was what started me on my journey to helping support other mums and other women, because I was thinking, oh, I'm trying to juggle everything. I'm trying to learn all these different things about having a website, marketing. I thought I was just gonna take photographs of people's beautiful weddings, you know, who the hell knew I'd have to do accounts and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. So I'd started sharing, you know, what was going on in my life on social media about, you know, going to college and setting up my business. And I realized that there were a lot of other women out there that were feeling this struggle. And so I created the Mums in Business Association, which was a started off as a very small Facebook group for mums and women to come together to connect and learn and, you know, be supported by other people that were just like them. This kind of blew up in, um, in the space of three years, um, we ended up with a social media following, I think, of around about half a million, coming up to about half a million. Um, Is that mainly on Facebook at that point? Um, it was across, I think we probably had, yeah, it would probably be the majority, we were across Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, you know, it was like across the board, but it was the majority, I would say, was Facebook. And the reason for that was because not only did we create this one community that people could come to that was a worldwide community, we also created local communities as well. So you could go and connect within your local area. And so we ended up with child friendly networking events in around about 160 locations around the world. Um, We were the fastest growing network company for women in the world. Um, We went on to create 18 best-selling books and helped 132 women become best-selling female authors on Amazon. It led me to being able to travel the world and deliver speeches about, you know, how I turned my life around. Um, one of the, the highlights for me was the Women in Biz Expo last year. So it was my first ever keynote speech, and it talked about how I went from food bank to Forbes. And never in a million years did I ever think that I would be on a stage, you know, sharing my story and inspiring other people. So, you know, that's kind of where the community came from and the knowledge of social media, because like I said, I had absolutely no idea how to run a business. I didn't know anything in particular about social media. It was just a lot of things came into play at once. And I realized this is something that could be huge. So it was, Three years of really intense learning and going through experiences that I wasn't prepared for because you know I hadn't planned to have this global business. Mm. Um, so it was an absolutely insanely crazy three years. Um, we, I had a. If I take you back a little bit,
0: just thinking about the learning. So you started doing the photography and realized you needed to get some skills, which I think, you know, you can translate that to mums, you can translate that to artists, you know, lots of um, lots of different self-starting businesses um, and artists are individual entrepreneurs basically all the time. Um, and they come to the party at any point, like you're saying, you know, um, they can come after straight out of uni, but mostly they come to it at a point when there's a change in their life circumstances, whether they're, they've lost a job or they've decided it wasn't the job for them, or whether they, uh, they're retiring, etc., there's lots of different points when people come to this this um, decision that they're going to set up their individual business. In you know, in terms of our community, it's art. Um, what was the first thing did you decide to do to get some of that learning?
1: Um. I think it was, you know, exploring different avenues and things that were going to work for me. So going back to night school, um, like it was, like I say, the progression from my counselling and the, the advice that they'd given. Um, but actually, you know, going back into that schooling setting, mm-hmm. I felt that I needed the support. So obviously we have lots of things available online. But mm-hmm. for me, it was that social aspect as well which was really daunting for me because I hadn't been in education since you know I sat my GCSEs probably you know 12 years earlier so it was you know that point of socialization and wanting to be in a classroom environment and as soon as I started to learn you know like I said I had this passion for photography anyway so the fact that I was now able to build on that and you know learn these new skills was super exciting
0: so was that like, did you go for a, uh, to a night school for finance or did you go to a night school for it was um, a photography? It was a photography. so it was photography yeah. and they helped you with the business side of it. Did they No,
1: this was the issue because I'd gone to the night school, I'd done the qualifications, but literally there was nothing after that. So you'd been given a skill set and said, you know, told, there you go, you have the skills. But what do you do now with those skills? And that was the point that i was at because i was like well how do i learn about business how do i learn how to run a business how do i know about all these things and this was when i was you know my brain was going to explode i was staying up till two in the morning to watch webinars with people in america because they were talking about certain things that i wanted to learn about and i knew that if i was there live watching i'd have the opportunity to ask questions and so i was all that's over the so place that's so
0: important isn't it it's like We say all the time, you have to show up. Yeah, You have to show up, and it's all well and good. You can Google pretty much anything on the internet these days, but actually the value is in that human interaction of turning up to the webinar or turning up to the live Q&A or whatever it is you're being offered and asking your questions. That's the power. It's an incredible
1: opportunity. I think people, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we get into this sort of very lapse sort of attitude of you know like you say oh i can go and watch it at a later date or i can do this you don't realize what an opportunity you're being given if someone is there and someone has an expertise or a certain area of knowledge that you can tap into you're very foolish if you don't take that opportunity Mm. but what i what i was really struggling with was trying to find all the different things that i needed to run a business in one place i I was going all over the shop i was going to this website i was watching this podcast i was you know reading this article i was literally all over the place and it was exhausting as well as trying to take care of my kids as well as trying to actually do photography and be a photographer which is why i wanted to do it in the first place and that's what kind of that was the, the sort of like the spark that made us realize if if we created a platform where people could come And and join together and share that knowledge and expertise, you know, it's power in numbers. And that's that's one of the things that I've learned throughout my journey. And now with Immortal Monkey is we have our membership area, which for me, at the beginning of my journey, not knowing, like I say, all these different things, you know, different aspects of business, mindset, goal setting, you know, the financial side, the things that you don't think of, like you say, as artists, we just want to create. We just want to create, and the fact that we can make money is is brilliant. But you know, we don't know about all these different aspects, and so that's one thing that was really important for me to continue with Immortal Monkey. We have we have this platform where people can go and find everything you need to grow a business. Like we're talking every, every sort of training you can imagine is in there, and we listen to our community and ask them, you know, as small business owners, what do you need? What do you want us to provide? Because for me, my you know my mission has never changed. I've always wanted to support other small business owners so they don't have to struggle in the way that I struggled. And so you know the training's all in one place. We try and you know have a a variety of different resources. So we've got lots of free resources. We've got sort of lots of low end resources. We've got more high end resources so that every single person that joins us or needs support can get that support
0: and that's so it's so important that you have a range so that that everyone can i mean i know that's something that we pride ourselves on at pure as well is to make sure that we have things for every range So the people who don't literally don't have any money can access the free stuff on the blog and all of these kind of you know broadcasts through to the the you know the mid-range to the higher paid end it's really important for me to have that integrity. And I know that, you know, that's something that's important to you, to be honest and have integrity. And I know also it's important to you as with us to be accessible to people, to be able, to people to be able to find you and talk to you Estelle and talk to me, Leslie, not some machine. I was talking to someone this morning about this, about, you know, there are platforms that you can go to, but it's a machine you're talking to a robot.
1: Yeah, I hate it. It drives yeah. me insane. Now, don't get me wrong. You you may potentially send me a message somewhere and get an automated response, but I can assure you there are lots and lots of other ways that you can contact me directly. And like you say, that is crucial. People having that connection with you and being able to, you know, say drop you a message or that is really important. It yeah, is so important. If they want to connect supportive. with you.
0: Yeah they want to connect with you. I mean we were talking about because I said to Estelle we don't want we don't do makeup. <laughs> we don't do all fancy clothes on this one. <laughs> you could wear earrings. She's got some gorgeous earrings going on there. Um, but we keep it real and you know that's where the learning is isn't it? I want people to see that you know I've really done this and I, and you've really done this. This is real experience you so anyone can do it literally anyone can be myself or Estelle. Anyone can be a successful artist, a successful mum in business, a successful entrepreneur. It's not rocket science, but it does take a certain amount of um, digging in deep and being brave putting your big brave girl pants on or boy pants in our case, because we have boys as well and being brave and actually sticking with it and going through the learning and experiencing the learning. So you can share that. I know you've been through a massive, big learning experience. There's a couple of stories that I want um, Estelle to tell you. One is the sun story. Um, about her appearing um, live in the sun. We're gonna talk about that one in a minute. Um, But also this just like this massive change that's happened with going from MIBA to Immortal Monkey. And that was, I was saying to Estelle earlier, I, and most of you will know this as well, that um, I went through a massive um, learning experience in 2013 and that changed the whole way that Pure was delivered after that. And, um, but I would not, turn that opportunity to have that learning experience down again even though it was horrible and and you've just been through something similar haven't you at the beginning of 2020
1: yeah so we um so the the, the business was co-founded with my sister stepsister and we are very that's, very that's Mibber. yes Mibber. Moms in business. sorry I, I i did that that's such a habit miba so mums in business association um was co-founded with my stepsister and we are very very different as uh, many of you who have siblings will know you know you tend to be very very different and we were very very different and we ended up having different um views on what we wanted from the mums in business association but it didn't end as smoothly as you know we would have liked shall we say so there were a lot of things that were happening that were having an impact not just on the business but on my life as a person as well so you know it it was a really really tough time and it was something you know it had been my entire life for three years and i mean every waking breathing moment of my life for three years it was intended to be apart from when you were watching the kardashians Well, yeah, obviously, there there are times when the Kardashians is a must, Um, but most definitely, even more so, because like I said, I was living, breathing, everything was MIBA, you know, my whole entire life. So when the business, you know, wasn't going the way that I'd wanted it to, it was a really tough realization for me that my future, as I had planned it and as I thought I knew it, was going to change massively. Like, beyond what I had ever, you know, thought in my worst nightmares. And like I say, it wasn't um, an amicable split, you know, we didn't, um, I really don't know how to put it into words, you know, we didn't deal with it in the best way. And like you say, I think the things that you learn, the tough things that you go through, are the lessons that stay with you. And there have been so many lessons from you know, communication and integrity right through to trust and you know, trusting your own instinct and believing in what you want to do enough to continue doing it. Because like you say, there's so many things out there and people out there that are going to want to take your shine. They're going to tell you you can't do it. They're going to tell you you know, so many of the negative things what what it's made me realize is you know if you have that passion inside you you're going to do it anyway regardless of the people that are around you regardless of the people that are supporting you they're going to come and they're going to go but if you've still got that passion for whatever it is that you want to do there's nobody that can take that away so regardless of such
0: a massive massive lesson isn't it yeah it's like you go through these ups and downs in life, but if you are in alignment with yourself, if you are being, you're listening to your body and you're understanding your own feelings. And I say that a lot when I'm doing my one-to-ones is, how does it feel? Because you should have to trust yourself. If it feels wrong, why? Ask yourself, why, what are you doing?
1: trust that feeling trust Mm. that feeling because you know there is no better feeling asking your friends in your family what they think and their opinions is all well and good but if you get that feeling that something isn't right that you know it's not what you want then it's important to trust that instinct as well because it will serve you well Mm. once you're in alignment with yourself things are easy things
0: happen easily around you and you can see it all kind of falling into place whereas if you're I, I always use the analogy of that, that swinging door, isn't it? If you swing the door and it smacks you in the face, it smacked you in the face for a reason, stand back, watch it swing for a bit and see what it is. Pick the what?
1: momentum and, then yeah. you
0: know. <laughs> and pick What's your it? moment.
1: The again. <laughs> exactly. Pick your moment well
0: and wisely. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's going to smack you in the face again. Yeah. If the door is solidly closed, Madness is held in keep throwing yourself at the door. You know, there's a reason why it's closed. Turn around and look the other way. See what else you can see. See what else is around you. Look from a different perspective and don't keep, you know, throwing yourself off the edge. If the pain is, you know, you you know the pain inside you and the pain outside of you is great. And sometimes that means that you do things that other people may not like and uh, you know that's a biggie isn't it that's you know that's the massive elephant in the room sometimes you're going to make a decision that's right for you that other people are not going to be very happy with you for doing and that's when you have to really dig deep and you really have to ground yourself and be brave and stand in your own truth and do it and that's what you did I don't have a judgment on whether you were right, whether your sister was right. It's irrelevant to me. The conversation here is, and I'd have the same conversation with her is stand in your own truth and do what's right for you. And that will be right with integrity for the universe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's like you you said earlier on the fact in knowing, you know, if you had to go through everything again, would you? And, Hmm as unpleasant as it was yes i would because that's how strongly i feel even now after you know my entire life has changed would i go back and make a different decision that would make other people happy and you know maybe not be the decision the the decision that i wanted to make i would still do the same thing so to me you know that that like you say standing in your truth uh, it is so important it's yeah
0: yeah, being true, true to yourself. Because if you do, it will all work itself out. And you know, I'm testimony to that. And you are testimony to that, that, yeah, it was a horrible time. And people who knew me then were quite scared for me. And and my mental and physical health was very, very badly affected by it. But now I am immeasurably stronger, you know, formidable almost at times, because I won't, I now won't, allow myself to be taken down those roads that I don't feel are right for me. I will say no. Learning to say no. Wow. That's a big one because you've got that person on your shoulder. Haven't you all the time going, well, you're not good enough. How on earth can you say no to that? There may never, that opportunity may never come again. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it will. I can tell you it will, but you have to let life happen. And that's what you did. And that's what you are doing. And you're showing up and you're doing something different. And that's great because you've still got the essence of what you wanted to do, which is make a difference to mums. But now you're actually spreading that love, aren't you? Yep. Outside of mums. And
1: again, it was it was the learning of the three years, you know, the the experiences and the learning that I've the, I've had the opportunity to to experience has been amazing you know i didn't realize at the time how many men there were out there that actually needed my support i didn't think that i could support men you know what do i know about being a man but i i I don't i don't know about being a man but what i do know is about running a business so now the fact that i can work with men is amazing because i'm supporting them in their business It, it really doesn't matter i feel that everything that i've learned has enabled me to take that step forward. Like you say, waiting for life to happen. You know, it's there is a plan and the opportunities will continue to come. And if you don't take the opportunity, there's a reason why you didn't take it. Maybe like you say, because the next door, you're waiting for that swinging door. You know, the next time it swings, there's an incredible opportunity that you might've missed if, you, if you'd have jumped at that one. So I am a massive believer in, you know, waiting, wait for those opportunities. And like I say, don't say yes to everything because If you said yes to everything there's going to be things that you're not going to be able to do that you would really love to so prioritize those things that you say yes to
0: yeah i am um i have um fear of the fear of the known i i'm so excited about what's unknown i mean we've been through this um this year and you know you've been through um, quite a journey during lockdown um and we've all been through quite a journey um, during lockdown you know we've ended up doing these broadcasts which who knew you know I was like I hate looking at myself on a screen I don't I became a photographer so I never had to have my photograph taken ever again and um, I could be on that side of the screen and I don't like the sound of my own voice either and yet you know actually doing it over and over again I must have done like you uh, we were saying uh, I must have done 60 70 hours of broadcasting now since March. I am now completely doesn't bother me in the slightest. And that brings us to the sun story about the sun story. Go on, tell us about the sun, working with the sun. She wasn't doing page. There was no page three going on, guys.
1: It was definitely, although I have had my boobs out in the sun, have That's you? Again, that was it. It was all for supporting women. Go, and it was definitely not page three. But I can drop a link if anyone would like to check it out. It's all about body positivity and how incredible all different bodies are. But this was another instance that I was working with the sun, and we had planned for me to go onto their Sun Savers section. So I think, like, I'm sure their videos had upward views of like a million views. It was like a huge like page that the live was going on. And I was gonna be sharing my favorite money saving tips running up to Christmas. So it was pretty much around about exactly this time. And I'd got myself ready and I'm thinking, oh my God, there's gonna be a million viewers. This is gonna be so exciting. And I sat there with my hair and my makeup done and I planned my whole day around it. And we went to do the recording and something happened and they couldn't do the recording. So they said, don't worry, we're gonna record it tomorrow. It would just be audio. So we will just add the audio on, put a video on. It won't be you, but it will be, you know, there for people to see. So I'm like, okay. The next day I'm sat waiting, thinking, ready to go on this podcast. And they dropped me an email and let me know that it's going to be video. And I was like, but you said yesterday it was going to be voice only and it's audio. And I sat there and I was all ready for your video yesterday. And now I'm sat in my hood there because for anybody that knows me, I am like in my comfies all the time no makeup, hair in a bun like this, Um, the most like, I get my nails done. That's about as high maintenance as I am. Literally, the rest is purely for comfort. And so I was sat there with a messy mum bun, greasy hair, no makeup and a hoodie. And I had to do the live and it just, you know, I could have run around in the like mad 10 minutes and try and put on a bit of makeup and stuff. And then I thought, you know, people that watch my videos want to, you know, see what happens in my life. I'm a mom. So like you've just said at the beginning, what I've done is an extraordinary, anybody can do this. I am the most normal person you will ever, ever meet in your life. But what I did was take an opportunity, run with it and work really, really hard. And, you know, and I did that whilst being a single mom. I'm now engaged. Um, but you know, <laughs> yay! Um, it took a long time. Um, I didn't think I'd ever find anyone that would, you know, put up with my craziness. But I was a single mum for a really, really long time. Throughout starting MIBAR, throughout starting <clears throat> my photography business. So the fact that you know you don't see me every day with my makeup on is because that's how I like to chill. And there's lots of mums out there that relate to that. That think you know I'm not going anywhere. I'm going on the school run. If you're one of those mums or dads if you're a dad that likes to you know do his hair and stuff if you're one of those people high five to you i yeah. like it's not i i'm like i wish i had no this. judgment here
0: we have just no what i'm
1: saying is is i'm quite comfortable now there was a time when i'd have thought you know i really need to make sure i look my best because this is there's going to be so many people but what's like really important for me now is the fact that people take on board what I'm saying. You know, what I look like is irrelevant. And I, I do, I still get that, you know. High five to that. High my dad five. says it to me now. He's like, Estelle, you're not going out like that, are you? And I'm like, Dad, if they don't like what I'm talking about, that's fine. If they don't like what I look like, I have a problem with that. You know, I don't, do I, you know, I, I, I know my place. Do you know what I mean? If I've got to go somewhere and I need to look professional, then that's one thing, but you know, jumping on a live, delivering some training, you know, all of those sort of things. People, I'm I'm just normal, and I want people to realize that, and putting that side box. That just means that
0: it just shows connect. They, yeah, they they connect with connect
1: you. People who they who they can relate to. Mm. So, and I think that's one thing that throughout the whole of the last like three or four years has been one thing that's really gone in my favor because there are so many women out there like me. There are, like, you know, and that's the 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 really nice thing is because I don't have to be anyone else. I just do what I do. And I'm quite comfortable in the fact now that people will like me or they won't like me. And that's fine either way, but I definitely it's don't exhausting. have to put my face on. It's so exhausting like me. Yeah, it is exhausting.
0: someone else. I, you know, the, that that whole premise of fake it till you make it and fake fake everything. Again, big respect, and I have no judgment for people who want to do that. I'm absolutely happy. You know, you you do you. But for me, um, I'm looking at you know how you how you get to be a professional artist, how you grow your career. It doesn't matter what I look like. You know, as long as what comes out of here has integrity and is and is based has foundation in fact and truth and has and comes from real lived experience and yours is coming and mine is coming from real lived experience and we can make fools of ourselves occasionally by not being prepared and that's okay and i didn't die and you didn't die as a consequence of it and no one stopped working with you as a consequence of it in fact you probably got loads more people working with you because of it so yeah big message you know just keep be real don't don't judge yourself badly you know everyone is doing the best they can this is not a competition yeah there is plenty out there for everyone
1: there's it, plenty you know, of everything you know, that, that's the thing that makes you and what you do unique because nobody can be you and, and I see this all the time you know people will say to me oh my god have you seen this training they've ripped off your copy or they're doing exactly the same thing and I'm like okay that's fine, they can have my copy because guess what, they ain't got. They ain't got they, they deliver. They can deliver how they want to deliver, you know. They they don't have me and this is the one thing that's so important because people do wobble all the time. Artists, mm-hmm. business owners, wherever you're at, you know, we all have that that little bit of insecurity but what, what you need to remember is, you know, nobody does things the way you do them. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody has that. That is the one thing, that is your USP. And that's exactly. something that you really need to remember. That it doesn't matter what you know. There's there's so many going to be so many people doing the same thing as you, especially like sort of within the art industry. There's thousands of painters, and you know, they you're all like a part of this huge community. But there is enough to go around because there's going to be people that connect with you that don't connect with the next person, and and there is there is plenty. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no reason for you to to want to be someone else. And that's the other thing as well. You know. Be true to yourself, because when you start trying to be someone else, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice mm-hmm. because you're Absolutely. not delivering you as uh, like authentically as you.
0: Absolutely. I think that's you know so telling in the artist community, isn't it? Because through the training, you're trained uh, to look at and review and research and analyze work that is done by other people. And so, you know, we all know we pick up the uh, we pick up and absorb that. So there's
1: a difference between you know taking inspiration, and you Copy. know, yeah. There's there's Absolutely. a massive difference, and we all. I, I love that I take inspiration. I've shared a post today on my Instagram account. Um, I don't even know. What, I've seen a few floating around, um, but I seen it, and I thought this is amazing. It, and it's a graphic that shows how you can support small businesses. Um, I like, saw that. It's really free. Yeah. So you can like, comment, share, save, yeah. turn on notifications. And I'd seen a few flying around and I thought, that's amazing. Like, I love that. So, yes, like, I can't change the format of it because, you know, it is what it exactly. is. This is where you like. This is where you comment. But what I can do is, you know, brand it my way and make the post my own, which is mm-hmm. what I've done. So, you know, there is taking inspiration. And that's all That that's amazing to take inspiration from other people. But don't let that, you know, creep into trying to imitate someone else.
0: And also don't let it creep into Um, intimidating you to think that you haven't got something unique yourself because you have. You You absorb all of that inspiration. And then what comes out is that plus your life experience and your emotions. They're the things that are unique to you. Your life experience and your emotions are tied to you. And then those are the inspirations that influence the outcome of whatever we do, whether we're artists or anything else. Absolutely. So you've you've gone on to so you've gone to the hotbed of social media we've gone there we've gone there haven't we so I've what been there. drew you into social media
1: i didn't realize the power to start with
0: mm-hmm. i had no
1: idea um i'd started using social media to grow my wedding photography business that was where my sort of love of instagram initially came from because i was using instagram as purely a place where people could use it it's like a portfolio So they could go there, they could check out all of my wedding pictures. um, And it was just, you know, a really fun way for me to be able to share my pictures and what I was doing. But I didn't realize at that time what I could actually use social media for. The fact that I could use it to connect with my audience. The fact that I could, you know, speak to people in different places using hashtags and, you know, how important growing a community was. So before we had the Mums in Business Association, I had a wedding, um, like a wedding group. That was a community for women where women went to and they found out all different sorts of information about their you know upcoming wedding but specifically their their photography so it would be things you know like free checklists and the people in there would have exciting conversations about the fact that their wedding was upcoming so you know i'd created that community and i started to see actually when you create a community and you're sharing value and knowledge with people they then grow to know and like and trust you, and then they want to buy things from you, and they were booking their weddings and referring me to other people. So that was where you know I first dipped my toes when I was setting up my wedding photography business. And once I'd done that, it was just re-kind of implementing these things again to grow a community on Facebook for mums in business association. And you know we've kind of done exactly the same thing again in creating a community for immortal monkey and it, i don't think it makes a difference which platform you're using it's about learning a few key fundamentals you know so for instagram the groups
0: thing the groups thing i think is something that artists haven't really embraced they've got their page so artists have their own page on facebook and then they have their artist page on facebook and then they have their normally just an artist page on instagram but i don't think artists have really embraced the power of the group if i'm honest
1: and i can understand why you know groups are not for every single person like you say Mm. if you find that your audience are more engaged on instagram then Mm. that's perfect you know have your facebook page Mm. where people can go they can find out all about you but then you know you can direct them somewhere else whether that's an instagram account whether that's linkedin depending on who your clients are so you know it's about knowing where your audience are at so Mm -hmm. not having a Facebook group is not a bad thing we use that group because we built a community because we knew you know there were people out there that needed our support if you wanted you know have a community of artists that would be like the most incredible thing because you would be sharing your own tips and knowledge as for you know creating a community around your business if you wanted to do that i know so many amazing you know artists that do have groups but they're very small and they're intimate and they have you know the people in there that are super super intensely you know crazy over their art because they want to be in there they and, and these are the people that you want to focus on it's not about having a huge group it's not about having a huge community it's about the engagement and listening to those people that are there and again this crosses over the board to Instagram, you know, people are going on all the time. Oh, I need ten thousand followers. Why are, are all ten thousand of them going to buy from you? Wouldn't you rather have a thousand followers that you know are there because they're interested in your artwork, because they want to know what's going on behind the scenes, because they want to know what's you know what gallery you're going to be at next? That they're the sort of people that you want there. So it's quantity, it's quality. Sorry, over quantity. Whether you're on you know Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever. It's about providing people with value that, you know, that they can. I think, you're abso- I think you're absolutely
0: right. I think you hit the nail on the head there. You know, we're so blinded by this. You have to have 10, by the it's influencer, exactly. the influencer have have thing that you have to have 10,000, 20,000 people. What you want is to have, you know, and I've got a couple of my artists who have got very big, you know, key collector bases set up Facebook groups for that collector base. So they, they know they're talking to their collectors and they're in that group because it seems to be that when you're in a group Facebook lets everybody in the group see everything whereas when you've got a page they're only showing it to a small percentage
1: people that are engaging the most so Mm. like you say within a group and you can pin things so people that are there they can go to your announcements so if you've got a lot of people this was huge in MIBA so We had like hundreds of posts every single day coming into the group so the important things needed to be pinned so that's another beauty of having a group you know your content doesn't get lost the important things that you want people to see can be put at the top
0: Mm, you can pin them can't you um you can do pinned posts and then on instagram again you've got this issue where you might have a thousand followers but they're only um instagram are only showing your post to about two or three percent of that following, which I think is why people get caught up in that. I need ten thousand because then that's a bigger percentage. But it, actually, what you should be doing is trying to create in really good engagement within the so, thousand.
1: Already there, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like that thing um, about cold cold customers, isn't it? It's so much easier to in the real world. If you've got one client to look after that client really well and keep them warm as opposed to constantly having to find new ones yeah and it's just the same on social media that if you've got a thousand really look after the thousand and give them what they want and the more they engage the percentage will grow thing is as well so
1: if you if you've got a small audience that you're really really taking care of you're engaging with their posts and you know you're sending them dms now like you said at the beginning that interaction that personal engagement with people means a lot so Mm. if you focus on those small group of people guess what that small group of people are going to do they're going to go and tell other people how amazing you are and how incredible your products are and you know, Mm. all of those things. So again, it's not about not reaching that huge amount of numbers. Because again, those people that are going to be coming to you are coming through word of mouth. And those Mm. like, if you've got 10,000 people, you know, you're pushing yourself out there trying to communicate with them all, when really, there's only two of them that are actually going to refer you. Whereas if you've got like, you know, a 1000 people, and you're working really hard to build your relationship with them, guess what, I would say 80% of them are going to go off and refer people. So rather than trying to spread yourself so thinly and you know communicate with all these people who you know the majority of them are probably fake followers or they've been added by bots and again that's really important to go through your following and take out anyone that you don't want to see because then that way you're going to see more of the content you do want to see Mm-hmm. So that's really important as well. If you've got your clients on Instagram, you know, go through, take out any of the spammy accounts that you don't want to follow anymore, because then that way you are going to see the content from people you want to see it from.
0: Mm, absolutely. I, I know when I get because I've got my own face uh, Instagram account just for me and I've only got like a couple of hundred people because it's mine. That's me personally talking to my friends. That's it about my dog and my cat. That's pretty much what they see. <laughs> they don't see anything else. Ted and Coco—they're they're primary on my on my own page. But I don't want any more than that on there. And I you know, often people will follow me, and I just remove them. I just remove them as, as they come in. I'm like, no, GI Joe from America, sorry. 15,
1: and that's the beauty of having your own Yeah, you you have that control, and mm. so having your personal account then gives you the opportunity to share what you want into your business. And exactly. that's really important as well for anyone that's you know has their Instagram account that's for their business, showing that personality through your Instagram account mm-hmm. is a game changer. It really is. It allows people to connect with you on a personal level. So using your Instagram stories, showing behind the scenes, you know, having that personal touch rather than it just being all of you. You know, you, I'm sure your artwork is incredible, but people want to see the face behind the business as well. So having that personal touch, allowing you know, people to see what goes on behind the scenes is really important.
0: Yeah, they want to see the story. Yeah. They want to see the story in the studio. And then they'll they'll go, oh, this is real, I can connect with this person. He is always um just thinking, how would this work in the real world? Yeah. And taking that from the real world and putting it into the social media world, you wouldn't have a million friends. <laughs> and And you might think oh it's exciting to have clients all over the globe but actually how are you going to look after them and how are you going to service them and you're going to have to send artwork all over the globe actually it'd be much better to have 20 people in your you know within a hundred mile radius who you're genuinely having good relationships with and who are regularly buying your artwork so yeah it is it's a minefield social media and you can have fun with it like the reels and all of that is a bit of fun but you do. If you're using it for business, you do have to keep saying, "How does this, how would this work in the real world?" And then not lose sight of that, as you say, vanity, and the whole influencer culture. Of um, they have to work so hard for that. I wouldn't want to be one of those. You'd have to get makeup on every.
1: Oh my God! It'd be my worst nightmare.
0: Oh, you have to have hair extensions. I mean, God, no. I
1: have ah! hair extensions. Did I you? Did that, that was my one thing before lockdown. I had hair extensions because, shall I tell you why? Go on. Again, it's ease because literally I, I didn't have to wash my hair all week. I literally had these extensions in. I would wash my hair once a week and the rest of the time it was lovely and fresh. So again, it, it was a little bit for vanity as well. It did look lovely all curly and long um, but it was again because first thing in the morning I didn't have to get up and wash and dry my hair. It would just be straight up in a bun and away I would go. So yeah, I'm missing my extensions. I'm feeling a little <laughs> bit thin at the moment, but you know, well I don't judge you badly. Yeah. I
0: have, I have never had hair extensions, and I have very thin, fine hair. But I have, I can't lie, dwelled in the research zone of should I have? Hair?
1: I love them, and they're very addictive. This is the thing; they're very uh, addictive, no, like, I'm not like doing anything. It. I guess, like when you start, you know, making doing things. your nails,
0: doing your nails, or whatever. Yeah.
1: I did I yeah. ran out before lockdown and made sure I got mine done so that I knew at least for the next four weeks I would have tidy nails. So yeah. I do
0: like I do like nice nails and um clothes I you know clothing and such like and jewellery I'm very into but yeah I have I have considered the the hair and no and then my friend one of my friends said she had it and my hair's so thin she said they'll just fall out Leslie I <laughs> that'd be so embarrassing <laughs> I did have fake eyelashes once as well. I tried those fake eyelashes once. Oh my goodness, they itched so bad. Yeah,
1: I think I, I think they would irritate me. To be fair, I don't mind some stick-ons, you know, when I'm going yeah. out somewhere nice. But I can't think of anything worse than having like things stuck to my eyes. Oh, them. it was
0: horrible. It was. I I I just had Charlie. Uh, Charlie was, you know, a baby, and I was like, I really need to. And <laughs> still trying to lose the baby weight and all of that. And so I went, and one of the other mums had these. Eyelashes, put it. I was like, oh, they look really good. I'm gonna go because I've got blonde. Everything's blonde, so blonde eyelashes, blonde, you know, um, eyebrows and everything. So I, I'll, I'll give that a go. I think they lasted about two days before I pulled them all out. I woke up one morning and I just pulled them all out overnight. So I was like, no, this, this route is not for me. And as I say, it, they look so gorgeous on her. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to leave. That's just not for me. I'm going to just have lovely artwork in my house. And that's, that's going to have to <laughs> be nice enough. earrings. Nice earrings and nice artwork in my house. And that's just going to have to be enough. So we have got... Um, A question down here. So Susanna Rowell who runs her own business and she works with museums and um, cultural organisations and she writes books and such like. How much of an increase have you seen in new business launches since the pandemic?
1: Oh that's an interesting question. Huge. From my perspective absolutely massive. Um, So many people have been in touch like you say with growing new um, Instagram accounts and wanting to know where to start. And I think this is because people are realizing um, that they have a, a whole new skill set. Well, not a whole new school skill set, but they have a set of skills that they maybe have never tapped into before. Being on lockdown, maybe being on furlough, has given people the time and opportunity to focus on, you know, things that maybe they wouldn't have done before, painting or, you know, crafting. And so I have seen a huge amount of people coming to me asking, you know, where do we start in starting a new business? because you know their their job has changed or their the time they're spending within that job has changed which has gave them an opportunity to do something else
0: yeah i think it's i think that's the thing with the
1: pandemic isn't it that we've
0: had an opportunity to kind of reconsider review and reset and decide, am I going to do something different? I know we were very much a business in the real world. We were delivering lots of workshops in the real world, and we were doing, obviously, live exhibitions and massive art fair events and such like. And this has really given us time to kind of sit back and consider and, you know, think, is that really, you know, you get into a habit, don't you? Yeah. Habit of doing stuff.
1: This is a good, I think, um, I remember at the beginning of lockdown, I, 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 I shared a post And it said something about that. I was grateful for COVID. Oh my God. Did it cause a bloody hoo-ha? Did it (laughs) cause a bloody hoo-ha? You know, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I didn't come on people. I'm not grateful for COVID. But what I meant was, I was grateful for the fact that it has made a lot of people, including myself, have to think about business in a different way. And that I think is Like so many different business owners have had to do that. You know, they've had to start thinking about how can I reach my audience if they're not going to be coming into store or, you know, I guess there's going to be people watching that would usually, like you say, have work in art galleries or in exhibitions. So, you know, how do you get around that? And, you Mm -hmm. know, once once this is all over, which it will be eventually, you know, Mm -hmm. you've still got that skill set now. You know, you've learned to sell online. You've built this community that you can now sell to that you wouldn't have had pre-COVID so that was why i was grateful for covid no and we
0: we we feel you don't worry we we completely understand that because although no no one wants to see people suffering and dying and there's been some terrible terrible stuff going on um if you look for the opportunity and you focus on the the opportunity there it created a gap and in life that's what you're looking for isn't it it's the gap this door swings and stays open for a bit. And you're like, oh, okay, I can have a little look in there now because I'm so busy doing my life that I haven't had an opportunity to look around there and see what else might be out there. And so it gave a lot of people an opportunity to look in the gap and see, oh, actually, I might have been going to my, you know, office-based job for the last 10 years, but actually I've got these transferable skills now.
1: And they are. This, This is something, so I was laughing about this the other day. I, um, I've just launched a training on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is not something that I usually use, yeah. but they have brought out LinkedIn stories. Ah. Which, yes, which are like very, very, very similar to Instagram stories. And oh, wow. so I decided I had a look, had a little mooch, and I was like, oh my God, I can you know, help people with this. People were saying to me, have you seen them? Do you know how to use them? And I'm like, well, I can have a look they are pretty much the same as Instagram stories. So I've like threw together a webinar and we sold out like 50 places in the space of six days. We've had to um, launch some new places and it's a free training if anyone wants to go check it out. Yeah,
0: can you give us the link? Because LinkedIn is an area that I think lots of us kind of look at, I've got a really good LinkedIn profile, I don't know what to do with it. Get lots of messages from people wanting me to work with them but I don't have the time in the day. Um, but I don't really know what else to do with it. So that sounds a really good um, piece it's, of training, again, it's
1: that transferable skills. Usually mm-hmm. I would be so focused on, you know, what I'm doing within, um, immortal monkey and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's realizing now that you, you know, you can, those transferable skills, what can you move that you already have and use in a different way?
0: Yeah. and, and do something that therefore then you feel really proud of yeah. and happy about, and it makes, cause. I know lots of people, I say, what, what is your aspiration? They say happy. I'm like, you can't have happy as an as- aspiration. That's, that's kind of a destination yeah. for a moment and then you're f- flipped off the other side. So can you have contentment or learning or enjoyment? They can be aspirations, um, but happy, mm. tricky because um, it's happy doesn't stick around for a long time.
1: Yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah, doing something that makes you content, that's, that's a real aspiration. That you think, oh, I'm doing good work, and I feel comfortable and content with myself. And so, there's lots of learnings like that that you've got in Immortal Monkey that all of our community can access, and a lot of it is free.
1: Yeah, there's tons of re- free resources. We've also mm-hmm. got um, the Surviving Lockdown as a Small Business. So oh, I saw a that weeks ago when um, yeah. I'd I'd heard the announcement. So we collaborated with 19 other business owners and have put together a 52 page PDF. It's all free and it covers lots of advice from finance to funding to thinking how to pivot your business, how to take it online. Um, so that's one of our, our free resources that we put together. And it's got
0: lots of experience from real businesses, from real it? it's people, not yeah. just you writing it. It's like yeah. lots of stuff there from real businesses, what they've experienced.
1: And and I think that's really important. Like you say, I'm only one person. I can talk to you about my experiences and my skill set and my area of expertise, but I don't profess to know everything and that is the beauty of collaboration in the fact that I've been able to bring these other people that have run all these different businesses together to share theirs. So there's always tons of free resources. We have like a free resource on Instagram every other month goes onto the website. So 50 content ideas and All those sort of things. So there's tons of free resources. Yeah, go and have a look, guys,
0: because honestly, there's not enough hours in the day for us to be replicating stuff. Go and have a look over there. Estelle is the Instagram queen. She knows Instagram. I am not. (laughs) I know how to get your career up and running and very, very well and successful in the art world, but I am not the Instagram queen and never will be. Don't have enough hours to do that. I have lots of people around me who can. Uh, But yeah, I definitely encourage people to go over there and have a look at that. And you you briefly touched very at the beginning about the books. Are you gonna do the books again, do you think?
1: I feel like I might have a story to tell. I think?
0: think you might. I think you might, because I got to know you when you invited me to get, be in one of the books. That's how I first became aware of you. And and then I it didn't happen for whatever reason. And I thought, but what a really good idea, because I'm a storyteller and I love telling stories and I love hearing other people's stories. So I really hope that one of the things you do do is do a book and tell that I'm story because I think it's something that everybody needs to hear. And you've got so much to share. Thank you so much. You shared so much with us. And Immortal Monkey is there for as a resource for everyone. And I hope lots of you, girls and boys, it's not just for women anymore. It's not just mums. This is for everyone now. Yep. She's, she's sharing the love. Everyone can go in there. Um, Go and have a look at Immortal Monkey and see what there is there for you. There might be some um, interesting paid bits of stuff. And hopefully um, Estelle will share with me the link for the webinar she mentioned. And then I will put it up on the Facebook uh, group and we'll put it out in the various weekly emails as well to everyone. So you'll be able to see that. Thank you so much. It's been You're absolutely welcome. brilliant.
1: Been and,
0: here. Uh, have you enjoyed yourself?
1: I have and I hope that like I've been able to inspire anyone out there because you know we're all going through a tough time right now I know everyone is you know in their own way struggling in one way or another and so I hope that anybody that's listened that can just take anything you know from anything that I've said is you know just keep going tough times don't last forever anyway they don't last forever so you know you just got to keep pushing Um, and I'm sort of a testament to that you know. Keep going i think with it. we all are we're
0: all a testament to if that it doesn't
1: kill you it will only make you stronger exactly oh.
0: And that's how I allocate the uh, risk analysis in my life. Is am I going to die? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go then. And uh, no, no, brilliant. Just keep going, guys. You just have to keep getting up, keep going, keep taking action, and you will get there. And uh, and you know, all of these stories are a testament to taking action. So yes, thank you so much. It's been brilliant. I hope that you will agree to come back again. At some point in the future, and chat to us again because it's been lovely. i Really enjoy chatting to you, and and yeah, share some more experiences with us. I can't. Believe. And I'm looking out for the book
1: now. No, I'm going to no hold friends,
0: you. Up. No. I'm holding you accountable for the book now.
1: I'm glad. <laughs> I need somebody to do it. I will.
0: I'll be emailing you weekly, and they will all tell you. You know, everyone needs a Leslie. So, I'll watch out. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: going to be looking out for the
0: email. Yeah. <laughs> So tomorrow I'm back on here at one at the normal time, Tuesdays at one o'clock with Nadine Searle. And we're going to be talking about the benefits of using crystals and saging your, your, you need to listen to this Estelle, saging your room. Have you got your sage? Good girl. Good girl. So we're going to be talking about all this tomorrow because it brings a good positive energy to when you're doing this kind of stuff on screen. So we do advocate that. So, yeah, Nadine is our go to meditation guru and she's we've done loads and loads of meditations with um, Nadine. So she can talk to us about crystals and um, oils and saging and then we'll do a meditation at the end. So, yeah, see you all back here tomorrow at one. I'll send you the link. (laughs) All right. Take care, everyone. See you soon. See you tomorrow. Bye.